Are you looking for some great indie podcasts to listen to? Check out the Pod Nation list on podchaser.com, where you can find a list of great indie podcasts, get links to their official websites, and even listen to some of their episodes without needing to create an account or log in. Here's an example of one of the great indie podcasts you can find on Pod Nation. Hi, I'm Amy. And I'm Caitlin. And we're the hosts of Eat Crime, a podcast full of delicious mysteries. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Eat Crime and on Facebook, Eat Crime Pod. Here's a few examples of what you'll hear. Lorencia and Bambi Bembenak. Do what now? And he, he had like secretly taken that copy. I don't know why. Oh, I know why. <laughs> to murder her? To for murder her. And I was like, I can't imagine a mom naming their kids Dante, Dante and Dante. Dante. We're not in a satanic cult. So. Yes, I don't know. Let's make that abundantly clear. She seems like she provocativity. Is that a word? She provocativity. Which, I mean, what a businessman. I know. Yeah, that's what I'm Murdered saying. Murdered people like, and got paid for it. It's both true that there is a Conjuring it's- 2, and Conjuring 2 is true. Welcome to another episode of Better Than Robin Hood. I am Pete Langhout, and you are Francis. Francis Langhout, my wife. Yes. What a lucky man I am. <laughs> you are lucky. Podcasting with my wife. Your favourite film of all time is, of course, Robin Hood: Prince of Thieves. Yes, it starring is. Starring Kevin Costner. So I've made it my mission <clears throat> to find a movie that is better than that because I think you're missing out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't think you are. <laughs> for the last four weeks, we've been going through the Star Wars films, the episodes. We've gone one to three. We've waded in the cesspool of the prequels. I'm glad we're on the Harrison Ford one. Yeah, we've finally begun the original trilogy, the best ones. Yeah, so yes. this week we've watched Star Wars A New Hope, which was originally just called Star Wars. Oh, really? Yeah. Why is that? Because I didn't know they were going to make any more. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, and as well as doing that, we'll be hearing a tape from Hollywood history that I found in amongst the wreckage of George Lucas's house. Yeah. And we're going to give a popular figure from history a little call on the time phone. That's, okay. That's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, very yeah, exciting. I can tell you're excited. <laughs> <laughs> but firstly, though, we need to think about boosting our ratings like we do every week. So yeah. we'll do a little bit of true crime. Oh, I was wondering. I thought okay. we, I couldn't see it on there. I thought you'd forgotten about it. <laughs> no, it's here. Okay. okay, let's play the true crime section theme music. <laughs> true crime section. <laughs> true crime section. Who framed Roger Rabbit? I don't know. True crime section. So, what have you been up to this week, Fran? <laughs> um, working. Yeah, you've been. We had some to... family round, didn't we? We had a boozy party last night. Yeah, yeah, we did. A little housewarming for our new house. What were you going to say, dear? You went to an ITU conference, didn't you? I did. Sorry. Yeah. It was very good. Mm. Yeah. Do you feel like you know everything there is to know about intensive medicine? No, because it was a working group. Oh, right, So it was okay. just basically chatting. Awesome, yeah. <laughs> I was going to give you a little quiz about intensive medicine, but no. it couldn't be bothered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I've been busy too, extremely busy, going yeah. through the archives of things that I stole from George Lucas's house. What have you been up to and, then? Uh, well, I found a, another one of his, his tapes. He liked to record himself a lot doing certain things and um it seems during the 90s he got very excited about the phenomenon of a rapper rapping what was happening in the plots of movies right and because he loved to re-edit the uh, the original trilogy he wanted to add a rap at the end so he thought he'd uh, enlist the help of ice cube famous rapper and actor yeah uh, to help him with this so i've got a, a tape of him going to see ice cube and asking for help let's listen to that Hello, sir. Oh, hi. Hello, Mr. Uh, Mr. Butler kind of guy. Um, I, I'm here to see Ice Cube. 
Certainly, Mr. Lucas. That will be arranged forthwith, but I must warn you. Mr. Cube is currently resting his voice for a concert in Denver. Therefore, he will only whisper to me. I will pass on all communications directly to you. Do you understand? Well, I, I, I think so, sure. You're, you're like, his, uh, like his protocol droid. I haven't the faintest idea what you're talking about, sir. Now, I will show you through to Mr. Cube's private study. Oh, gee, thanks. This house is real nice. Oh, is this it? Mr. Cube, I present George Lucas. He says, it is a pleasure to see you, Mr. Lucas. It's a, it's a pleasure to, to, to meet you, too, uh, Mr. Cube. Um, so, anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll cut straight to the business. Um, I'm gonna re-edit the original trilogy again, just cause I need, uh, you know, I need something to do. So I thought I watched uh, D Deep Deep Blue Sea, a movie Deep Blue Sea with with Samuel L. Jackson and and Thomas Jane. Have you, have you seen it? It's got you, it's got uh, your friend LL Cool J in it. Mr. Cube says you should not assume that I am friends with LL Cool J just because he is a rap singer like me. I don't assume that you're friends with every single white nerd. Make generalizations like that again, and I may just bust a cap in your ass. Oh, gee, I'm uh, sorry, Mr. Cube. Um, anyway, yes, yeah, so at the end of this movie, LL Cool J, he sings a little, uh, little rap song about what's happened in the movie. It's like, uh, deepest, bluest, my head is like a shark fin. Uh, it's really cool. So I thought, um, I'd do something similar at the end, at the end of A New Hope. You know, I thought that would be cool. Make it a little different. You know, sell a few more uh, more DVDs, that kind of thing. So uh, sure, um, I thought I'd just run by what I've what I've done so far, cause I thought uh, maybe I'd have a stab at the the rap game. You know, so uh, uh, yeah, I could could you tell me what you think of this? I got it here on my little boombox. Fuck Tatooine coming straight from a moisture farm. A young rebel got it bad cause I'm down and Imperial Stormtroopers pink. They have the authority to kill a minority. Fuck that shit cause I ain't the one for a punk motherfucker with an accurate gun to be beating on. And thrown in jail, gonna rescue Princess Leia from a Death Star sail. Fucking with me cause I'm a teenager with a gay gold droid and a speeder. Searching my car, looking for the droids. Thinking every young farmer is hiding robotics. You'd rather see me in the pen than Obi-Wan Kenobi saying, Call me Ben. Beat the Empire, become a Jedi monk. And when I'm finished, bring hands, piece of junk. To escape the scene of the slaughter. Still getting swole off blue milk and water. Punk stormtroopers causing a fuss. Killed my Aunt Proust at a shoot in the huts. Luke, well sworn. On any motherfucker in a white uniform. Just cause I'm from near Mos Eisley. Punk Empire are afraid of me. Huh. A young farmer on the warpath. And when I'm finished, it's gonna be a bloodbath. A stormtrooper's dying in M.E. Yo, Han. We got somewhere to be. Fuck the Empire. Fuck the Empire. Fuck the Empire. Fuck the Empire. So, so that that's about the, the gist of it, uh, Cube. What what do you think? Should I put it in the movie? Mr. Cube says you have five seconds to remove yourself from his presence, or he will blow your fucking head off. Oh, gee whiz! Well, that was George's attempt at rapping. It was a very uh, poor attempt at well, rapping. Well, yeah, he's not a natural rapper, as no. you can tell. You he should leave it to the rappers. Should have left it to Ice Cube. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure he would have done a better job. Who's the other rappers? Ice Cube. <laughs> the rap singers. Eminem. As well, yeah, Eminem was very big around that time. But, anyway. Yeah. Rappers are the only ones who can rap. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> All of the rap singers. Hello, <laughs> Cool J. Hello, Cool J. He did a good job. Yeah. Ice T did one for Tank Girl. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. 
I can't think of any more rappers. <laughs> the rap singers. You've seen them jumping on the banisters. When we listen to Kiss Story, there's loads of rapping on there. In fairness, they do tend to just play Dr. Dre and Eminem. That's it. Dr. Yeah. Dre. He's a rapper. <laughs> he was. Still is. Still is. It's very good. Yeah. Well, anyway. I feel a bit bad for George. He doesn't have much luck. No. He's always getting threatened with violence and things, doesn't he? You know. Maybe it's his face. He's got a very punchable face. What's up, everyone? My name is Paul DeWeeland, and I'm the host of the Year of Plenty podcast, the show for all things real food and drink. In this world of highly processed convenient foods, we're becoming more and more disconnected from our food than ever before. Many people don't cook at home anymore, and you know they have absolutely no idea where their food is coming from. That's why I'm on a mission to connect people with real recognizable food that fuels the body, mind, and soul. A huge part of this is building appreciation for the simple natural ingredients and those processes that really bring them to our tables. On the show, you can expect to hear stories and topics on cooking, nutrition, farming, gardening, hunting, foraging, fishing, and much, much more. Go listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much any other platform out there. It's also on my website, www.theyearofplenty.com. Much love and thanks for listening. Maybe people really liked the original trilogy of Star Wars and didn't like that you kept re-editing them. Well, we've got the original. Yeah, well, that segues into what we watched this week because we watched the original theatrical cut of 1977's Star Wars. Not... I didn't even know I had that. Yeah, well, we've got um, <laughs> yeah the copies of that are now quite rare. Well, at least they were really before. My mum's got a copy. Oh, she, what, of the original 1977 yeah. cut, though? Yeah, because I oh. bought two boxes. Ah, so... Gave her one for Christmas. There you go. So, yeah, we didn't watch the multitude of re-edited shit that George I'm Lucas so happy, though, before. because in yeah. the re-edited ones, there's loads of bits that he's taken out. Taken out, put weird shit in. Like yeah. Like R2-D hiding behind more rocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm happy with yeah. this one. And sound effects that don't make any sense, that kind of thing. Yeah. Anyway, so, of course, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, was directed by George Lucas. It stars Alec Guinness, Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, Anthony Daniels, James Earl Jones, David Prowse, Peter Mayhew, Peter Cushing, and Mark Hamill. Cushing for the pushing. That's <laughs> more cushing for the pushing. <laughs> That's what he's, that's what Peter Cushing always said when he was having sex. <laughs> <laughs> it has a ninety-three percent critic score on Rotten Tomatoes and ninety-six from audiences. It is a greatly loved piece of cinema and I believe one of the best films ever made. Even though I don't like George Lucas, he did make this absolute masterpiece with he the did. help of some very nice editors. All right, okay. <laughs> It was originally just called Star Wars, as I mentioned. The title was changed later on when they made new ones and other episodes, etc. It was the highest grossing. Uh, excuse me. It was the highest grossing movie of all time for five years, from 1977 until 1982, when E.T. knocked it off the top spot. Oh, lovely! Yeah, uh, Luke was supposed to be called Luke Star Killer, not Luke Skywalker. Star Killer's a bit. Yeah, because you'd worry about a man called Star Killer, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would worry. He'd be yeah, like, he's gonna kill my star. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't like that. I'm glad they yeah. changed it. Yeah, that was another one of George Lucas's idea that didn't make it. Uh, the film was shot in Tunisia and Elstree Studios here in the United Kingdom. Oh. Yeah, uh, it was an absolute nightmare to shoot in Tunisia. Uh, it was constant technical and weather problems. I thought Tunisia had quite like a normal weather system. Oh no, not at the, well at the time there was unseasonable amounts of rain, oh. <laughs> just what you want in the desert yeah. <laughs> when you're trying to make it look really hot and dry. Yeah, yeah. So it was. Should have gone somewhere else. I think that's probably what led George Lucas to eventually decide to shoot all of his movies indoors. <laughs> Maybe. It's quicker, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot easier. You don't have to get out of your seat. Yeah. yeah. Um, the final cut of the movie was 30% shorter than it should have been. Ooh. There's an entire second storyline set on Tatooine that was actually shot 
and has never been seen by anyone. Oh. Yeah. It's probably in some archives somewhere. Yeah, it's in George Lucas's house. I should have gone, maybe I'll find that. Maybe you will. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be a bit that happens before the space battle at the beginning. It's sort of setting, the, oh, right. setting up Luke's life a bit more. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's completely unnecessary. Yeah, I don't even do it. <laughs> I'd like to see it out of morbid interest, but yeah, yeah, I'll never will. Is it not on the extras? Well, Disney own it now, so they might leak it. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. So, Fran. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Can you describe the plot of Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope? Um. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. I wouldn't look at my notes that we'd no help to you whatsoever. No, I was just thinking there might be. Mm. Okay, so. Luke Skywalker yep. is all grown up now. His family. <laughs> he is all grown up, yes, from episode three <laughs> when he was a baby. Yeah. And he happens to stumble upon mm-hmm. R2D2 and 3C Prio. C3PO, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. How do they get to where he is? <laughs> they are on a ship mm-hmm. with the princess mm-hmm. that's getting attacked. <laughs> and she sends them. Well, she gives uh, R2-D2 a disc, doesn't she? She does, yeah. Of some the plans of the Death Star. That's, that's right. And how did she get those? <laughs> she stole them. <laughs> <laughs> she did steal them, essentially. Yeah. yeah. I can't. I don't remember from where. Well, we didn't really know until Rogue One came out. So, yeah. Yeah. So she stole them. It's not explained in the film. No. Okay. And then, obviously, they escape. Mm. Two little droids. And go and find um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm -hmm. Okay, so they're off doing their thing. Yeah. Darth Vader is trying to find the rebels. Yeah. And then Luke Skywalker ends up getting the two droids. Mm -hmm. And then R2-D2 goes off on his own little wheels. Yeah. And tries to find Obi-Wan Kenobi. He does. He finds him. And basically, Luke Skywalker gets attacked by the Sand People, mm-hmm. and he saves him. Mm. Yeah. Then he goes, oh, I'm, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi, blah, blah, blah. They all go to find the princess. They do? And well, yeah, sort they of. <laughs> leave the planet they're on. What's the planet they're on called? Tatooine. Tatooine, that's mm. it. With old Harrison Ford and his merry men. Merry, Merry Wookiee. Wookie. <laughs> and basically they get paid to go and take these plans of the Death Star mm-hmm. to the Rebels. Yes. And then there's loads of fighting. Some other things happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then they end up Getting the plans for the Death Star. Uh, yeah. Luke Skywalker saves the day by blowing up the Death Star. He does. And they're all happy. Everyone gets a medal except for... Except for Chewie. Chewie! Doesn't get a medal. I was like... Yeah. So mean. It is mean. Yeah, yeah I think it's mean. Yeah, because Han had already been given lots of money. Yes. Or, well, whatever there's in those boxes. Ooh, it's just a reward, boxes. an unspecified reward. Yeah. Maybe Princess Leia just gave him a blowy. <laughs> Well, she's not into him yet, is she? No, she still fancies her brother at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, that's basically the plot, isn't it? Um, yeah. Quite a lot of fighting. Yeah. Good, got, good action points. scenes. Yeah. No, excellent action scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Obi-Wan Kenobi dies, obviously. But well, he does. Doesn't yeah. die, die. Doesn't die, die. Yeah. Becomes yeah. a force ghost. Yes, that's yeah. it. He becomes more powerful than Darth Vader could possibly imagine. Does he? Apparently, even right. though he can't physically do anything, so he's not as powerful as he was. <laughs> Mind control, maybe yeah. that's what he's powerful at. Maybe. Yeah, I think that plot was quite good, actually. Yeah, happy with it, are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what would you change if you could change anything? Nothing. You wouldn't change anything, rightly so. No, because I can't remember what else happened. You're, you're not George Lucas, so you don't feel the need to change things <laughs> on a perfect film. They yeah. save the day, don't they? Yeah. Well, we asked some of the other podcasts. Actually, yeah. What happens to Darth Vader? Because he's, he's meant to be on the Death Star. It's very clear. He gets clipped by uh, Han Solo. Oh, yeah. And his ship goes spinning off, so you don't see him die. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. 
All those horrible other people do, though. Yeah, but Grand Moff Tarkin dies. Yeah. yeah. It's a shame. We haven't seen it? the Sith, have we? No, the Emperor isn't in it until the next film. Oh, yeah. Even then, you really only see him on a hologram. You only get properly introduced to him in a, uh, the third one. Are you looking at my chocolate? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we asked some of the other podcasts we've been promoting this week from the Pod Nation list what they thought about this movie. So here's some of their thoughts on A New Hope. I understood that reference podcast says. Is this film amazing? It sure is. Mm-hmm. The characters are lovable, endearing, and you want them to succeed. There are arcs that got retconned and muddled. There is drama. There is motivation. But it has to be said, the first half is both too meandering and with poor pacing. What? I disagree massively. That is true. Yeah. First half is both. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's poorly paced. Nah. I disagree. It's got a good four six beat, whatever you want to say. <laughs> like George Lucas is rapping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it, it, yeah, it's you're introduced fine. to Luke enough to get to know his character. Yeah, so you like he's him a goody two shoes, isn't he? He is a little boy scout, isn't he? He's a little yeah. shit. <laughs> he's very cocky, isn't he? Yeah, he walks around yeah. like mom, mom, mom. He's always like, oh, I'll take care of that. I can hit a womp rap in my T60 I know I was like yeah. T60 what about the L20 <laughs> yeah what about, what about the S30 <laughs> much better the yeah. S10 <laughs> the Samsung S10 I could throw a, a Samsung S10 at a womp rat they're not much bigger than two metres <laughs> make sure you got your protective case on it <laughs> well yeah maybe you're breaking up one of my mobile phones <laughs> the Triple G podcast says out of the eight main sky... Oh, dear. So I'll try and say that without an accent. Out of the eight main Skywalker saga films that are out and the two Star Wars stories, this OG sits very high. Talking like top two in my world kind of stuff over here. Sounds like, <laughs> that sounds like they're rapping. That's very G. That's yeah. tri- that is triple G. That's exactly how I would imagine three Gs to talk. Yeah. Yeah. So taking a top two in my world kind yeah. of stuff over here. Yeah, very rappy. Fits yeah. right in, doesn't it? I think it? they're a gaming podcast. Oh, <laughs> I have no idea. I do apologise. I haven't listened to it yet, but I will. Check it out on the Pod Nation list on podchaser.com. I used to watch this podcast saying, I will say that Luke is a bit whiny in the beginning and gets a little slow, but overall, still love it. I like that comment. I, I agree. Yeah, Luke is a little whiny. Yeah. Especially as he wants to bugger off to like university and his his uncle needs him to help on the farm. Yeah, he's like, oh, I just want to go. Yeah, he's like, we've got enough droids. Uh, droids are expensive, Luke. You can't just expect a robot to do all your work for you. Your uncle's getting old. He's old as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, bring on the weird, say, the OG Star Wars movie. Why <laughs> is the OG? Why is the OG the original gangster? I don't know. It is the original gangster Star Wars movie. I'll agree with that. Okay. The one that started it all. These crazy space wizards and smugglers and their wild galactic vernacular was literally out of this world. <laughs> this is a great review. The care and love and time and effort put into this movie thoroughly paid off. I thoroughly agree. Yes. Yeah. Well said. That was like Roger Ebert. That was really good. (laughs) Grief Burrito says, I do love this movie, but I do notice it's aged somewhat now. Gotta say, the Blu-ray of it does still look great, though. I'm really hoping Disney release a 4K collection of the entire saga with the original versions of the first trilogy without Lucas messing around. I doubt it. Uh, I don't know. I reckon they would. It's demand for it, and Disney love Money. Money. If there's one thing Disney loves, it's money. And they are very corporate. Legions of nerds who want a, co- a rich copy of the uncut. So, yeah, that's what yeah. they want. I could sell, we could sell ours, I suppose. We'd have to do that really illegally. <laughs> <laughs> We've just admitted to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't do that. Disney would take us to court. Finally, DIY Theory, who you can't find on the Pod Nation list at podchaser.com. But that doesn't mean that their lovely podcast is not worth your time. They say they congratulate us on escaping like Andy Dufresne from the sewer pipe of the prequels and getting to the original trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> I did feel a bit like Andy Dufresne when I finished the prequels. I was like all covered in shit, but I'd escaped from Shawshank Prison. 
Oh, yeah. that's the reference, righto. Yeah. <laughs> you need to listen to I Understood That Reference podcast so you understand all the references. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Okay, then. Well, what are your highlights of Star Wars Episode uh, 4, A New Hope? The battles are very good. Mm-hmm. But I also like it when they're in the trash compactor. Yeah, it's good to see. Yeah. And I like it where the um, stormtrooper hits his head on the ceiling. <laughs> and then when Luke Skywalker is in a stormtrooper outfit, he has a little wave. Yeah, he does that for a reason, though. No, but he's just waving. He could go, he could do a thumbs up. Maybe he that's. He could do a, a salute, couldn't he? Maybe the thumbs up and saluting isn't a thing they do in that galaxy. Well, waving is not very professional. You never really see anyone salute. They stand to attention a lot. Yeah, he should have just stood to attention. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. So that was your highlights. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I've made a, a nice list here. I might have some others when yeah. you read yours out. Like the things we liked that we you, you told me to put on the list. Yeah. I've just put the first thing I've written is Carrie Fisher. Just because, oh, oh, God, she's, I always forget how beautiful she is was <laughs> she was very pretty though she was a hot stuff in the 70s and 80s and throughout her life really. yeah yeah so she got kind of old oh everyone gets old yeah yeah and everything just looks so good even though we were watching the original 1977 i like it cut. yeah like i the, prefer it it's so atmospheric like everything looks the way it should yeah like, the robots are dirty like Free players always covered in like finger marks yeah. and stuff like that. But like, that's what they would be. Because yeah. when they're CGI, they just look fucking too clean and shit. Like yeah. that's the problem with the prequels. It looks like washed out. It looks yeah. like it's taking place in Geneva. Yeah. <laughs> in a hospital. Or a hospital, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's too sterile. Yeah. Everything in Star Wars, the original trilogy, looks great. Yeah. Um, and it was nice to see the Jawas because I've, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a shame they all got murdered. Oh, I know. They come back though, don't they? They're um, in the next couple of films. I don't think you ever see a Jawa again. You oh. obviously get the Ewoks, and that's what Return I'm thinking of the, of, yeah. the Ewoks. But if you do want to see more hot Jawa action, you can watch the Mandalorian because in Episode Two, the Mandalorian has a big fight with a load of Jawas, oh. and it might be one of the best Star Wars action scenes I've seen. I loved it. The Mandalorian is awesome. Yeah. And some corrections from last week's podcast. I claimed that Luke wanted to go to Moss Eisley to pick up some power converters. He actually wanted to go to Touchy Station. I also, yeah. Sorry for getting that wrong. I know, it's important. People care about these kind of things. (laughs) I also said, a much more glaring error, that Alec Guinness was the only member of the cast to uh, demand a flat fee for the movie. Oh. Actually, the reverse is true. He was the only one asked for a cut of the profits instead of being paid. All the others demanded payment. So he was laughing then. Yeah, but obviously he was only in... I don't know. No, he was in all three. Yeah. Yeah, but he made a shitload of money apparently off that. Yeah, so he was laughing. The rest were all gutted. Guess what his cut was of the profits? 10%. 2.25. Bearing in mind, even in the 70s, this film made $780 million. 2.25 or $780 million. It's a lot of millions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that wasn't all profit, but still, you're looking at a good... A well, good 10 mil. Can't have cost much more than like 10 million to make, so yeah. Yeah. Probably done very, very well out of that indeed. Very yeah. well. If someone wants to do the maths and get back to us. <laughs> yeah, Pete and Hit us up free. on Twitter. Pete and Fran, not Pete and Fran pod. Robin Hood pod. Yeah. yeah. Uh, C-3PO, really a bit of a dick, isn't he? Yeah, I told you he was a dick. Yeah, he's really mean to R2 all the time. He's always mean to him. Yeah. Even in all of the films. Ooh. He treats him like he's an idiot. And really, he's the clever one. He is. He's always... R2 solves more or less every single problem. I know. Yeah, C-3PO like, just gets them into trouble a lot yeah, of the time. Yeah, he's an idiot. Hmm. He should be more grateful. They should reprogram him. They should. <laughs> They, well, they already wiped his memory once. <laughs> I'll just send him to go work somewhere else. Cause he's a pain in the ass. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. I really liked uh, Aunt Prue's space kitchen. Oh, yeah. What was yeah. she making? She was making something with... Something with lettuce. Lettuce, wasn't yeah. she? It looked, yeah. her, her space kitchen looked like it had every conceivable gadget. Yeah, it looked good. Yeah. It looked good, didn't it? I, well, like, I don't know what device she was using, but she was like feeding lettuce into a machine. Yeah. Yeah, and I really like the look of it. I like the look mm. of it. It was good. Yeah. 
And of course, we always learn by watching this that sand people are easily startled. They are. But they come back. They will return, and in greater numbers. Yeah. <laughs> they are very easily startled, because all Obi-Wan does is just make some noises and they run away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's... Bit of a flaw there, isn't there? Well, considering they're quite happy to beat the shit out of Luke, why were they so startled by one other man coming? Yeah, it was very odd. Yeah, bit of a plot hole. Never mind. Never mind. Because uh, Obi-Wan is very useful, and he has mind control powers. Uh, <laughs> that was very useful when yeah, they're in the town. When they're searching his car, looking for the products, thinking every young farmer is hiding robotics. <laughs> they're not the droids that they're looking for. Yeah, yeah and then he goes, oh. be on your way. He can go about his business. Yeah. yeah. And it's good that they're let to go on about their business, because then straight after you get the cantina scene with the awesome band. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're very good. They are. And... I for a long time I laboured under the misapprehension that that's the only song they play, but they immediately play another one. Yeah, yeah, and it's just as good. Yeah, they're very good, I think. Yeah, I love the Cantina Band and uh, the pig-faced man who says he doesn't. I'm like going me. to fight you, young man. <laughs> You'll be dead. <laughs> and then he gets his arm cut off. Yeah, yeah. serves him right. It does. Just yeah. trying to cause trouble, isn't he? Mm-hmm. It's like footballers. <laughs> not all footballers no not all of them <laughs> yeah and of course because we watched the unfucked with version Han Solo shoot Greedo first yeah oh but, yeah yeah because when Lucas started messing about with it sometimes Greedo shot first and Han shot him back then he re-edited it again so they shot at the same time oh yeah because yeah. I remember yeah. I was thinking when I was watching that bit hmm. I was like I'm sure the other dude shoots Han Solo first. No, he doesn't. Han shoots first. Yeah, but yeah. in the original, in the other version, he does. Yeah, in the ones Lucas changed later on, because the problem with doing that is that it completely changes Han's character if he acts in like pure self-defense. Because obviously, all the way his character arc in the film is that he starts off as this very selfish, like rogue man. Yeah. And then eventually he becomes, yeah, like, reluctantly joins the rebellion and yeah. becomes a hero. So if you then already have him as like this noble person that only shoots in self-defense, yeah. then it doesn't work for his character. George Lucas doesn't understand his own fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. It's good that he kills him. Yeah, well, yeah. So otherwise, Buddha, not Buddha. Buddha the Hutt. He's <laughs> <laughs> a very zen gangster. Yeah. <laughs> Jabba the Hutt. Oh, the chief enlightenment. <laughs> oh, 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 Rob oh, my oh, belly. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, so otherwise he would have got him. Yeah. Too early on in the film. He would have. But like, it's very easy to escape from the authorities on Tatooine because if you go behind a locked door, then stormtroopers will tap at it and say it's locked and then leave immediately. They're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not very good at searching, are They're they? Not. Yeah, as long as you're something's in behind a lock, it's completely yeah, inaccessible. Like, Maybe yeah. they were thinking that it was locked already, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I assume, yeah, they're like, well, they can't have got through this door because it's locked. Yeah. But it wouldn't take the brains of an archbishop to go, maybe they went behind it and locked it themselves. Yeah, well, R2-D2 is very good. <laughs> He's a handy little droid, yeah. Um, yeah, later on in the movie, they blow up Princess Leia's home planet. Yeah, that's really sad, actually. It's very sad. And we see, like, briefly see a horrified face. Then it immediately, really quickly cuts to Luke just like practicing with his lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I guess we're done with that. Yeah. <laughs> Enough sympathy. Yeah. I don't know why they couldn't. Yeah, just had her like crying or screaming. Or Maybe something. she couldn't get a cry out. Maybe she was on a lot of cocaine at the time. Well, we don't know that. <laughs> if we do. <laughs> don't say she's bad. I'm not saying she's bad. I love Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Yeah. Just it's quite well documented that she really likes blow <laughs> everyone likes a bit of blow <laughs> yeah and then obviously we're on the Death Star eventually yes and your favourite part of the movie happens a stormtrooper hits his head on a yeah. door yeah oh I love that bit yeah it's, well, I always enjoy seeing it. <laughs> He's too tall yeah. for it. <laughs> He's not a bit short to be a stormtrooper like Luke is yeah he's too tall to be a stormtrooper he keeps hit, hitting his bonds on things. Yeah, that is funny, that bit. That's why they have to wear helmets, even when they're on the battle station. 
in case they hit their heads. Yeah. Why do you love that bit so much? I don't know. It's funny, isn't it? <laughs> it is funny, yeah. I always enjoy seeing it. Um, why is there a monster in the rubbish? Because maybe it was an organism that grew into a monster. Yeah, but that must have taken ages. The Death yeah. Star was a new creation. Maybe they put something down there to eat all the filth and the rats. Yeah, I suppose. It could be like some sort of algae. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm. it did look like a bit like a... I don't know, like a snaky type creature. Well, I like to think it was like someone's exotic pet. You know, like when someone flushes a crocodile down the toilet and it <laughs> grows really huge in the sewer. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that it's happened. like yeah. It's like, I don't know radioactive down there or something well yeah I mean, eventually it would have just eaten all the lovely rubbish and yeah become a super monster yeah mm. either that or it was in case anyone escaped from the detention wing and got into the trash the monster would eat them yes mm. we don't know we don't know answers on a postcard why is there a monster in the rubbish of the death star because every mm. time it would have squished the rubbish down. Surely that thing would have got squished. Well, it escapes, isn't it? I think it found a way to avoid being compacted. Mm. That's why it let Luke go, because it didn't want to get crushed. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Stormtroopers, very lazy. So they won't search for a locked door. Yeah. And then when Obi-Wan distracts them by like making a noise with the Force, they look round and they go, Ah, oh, it's probably nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but they're uh, meant to be searching for him, aren't they? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're just like, oh, no mind. Yeah, and uh, when's tea? <laughs> when the officers looking for one of them, and obviously they've been abducted by Han and Luke, and uh, he's like, oh, why aren't you at your post? And then Luke comes out, taps his head. The officer's like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> just not be at your post. It's yeah, fine. It's yeah. Right. <laughs> you won't get won't get in trouble or anything. No. Yeah. There's too many of them. That's the trouble. They could just be replaced. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. I feel sorry for them. Yeah. Oh, well. It's a hard life being a stormtrooper. So Han reverses when they escape out of the Death Star. He reverses his spaceship. Yeah, this like, made me laugh. There is no way I could do that. Yeah, you'd be terrible at I that. I am very bad at reversing cars. You'd be like, oh, God, I've hit it again. <laughs> I would have Forward. I never would have escaped. <laughs> It would have taken me all day. They would have got the tractor beam back on. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, Han is a great pilot. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, they escape, obviously. Shoot down some planes. Yeah. And then they go back to be briefed for their attack on the Death Star. And Luke starts giving it Jimmy big Big bollocks. Big licks, yeah. So, it's just like Beggar's Canyon back home. That made me think, why would you have a canyon where beggars live? Well, that's where the sand people live, isn't it? Was it, did they live in Beggars Canyon? No, well, they were there when they got ca- when he got when they tried to capture him. I don't know if it's ever specified that was Beggars Canyon. Well, I don't know. It looked like a canyon. Yeah, well, <laughs> deserts have all sorts of canyons. <laughs> very canyony places. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, why, when would you move to Beggars Canyon? Well, I wouldn't. I don't mm. want to live in a canyon. You want to live in the. You don't want to live in a city where there's money. Yeah, you want to live in the nice places. You like Luke Skywalker's yeah. place is pretty nice. Well, yeah, Aunt Prue had a lovely space kitchen. Yeah, well, yeah. nice there, wouldn't well, it? No. Yeah, I'd like to live in a hole in the desert yeah. with a space kitchen. Yeah, especially if I was a beggar, I wouldn't go where all the other beggars were, in a canyon. Yeah. And it sounds as well like rich kids from farms often fly through Beggar's Canyon blasting womp rats in their T-60s. I mean, that's a pretty sporty thing to do. I know. That is literally like the, <laughs> the most eaten, conservative, tough behaviour ever. Yeah, let's drive through the beggar's zone and shoot some rats. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we go today? Let's take our T-60s out. Oh. Yeah, little shits. Anyway. Uh, yeah, Luke blows up the Death Star. And when yeah. his missiles go in the hole, it really looks like he jizzes in his pants. <laughs> very happy with himself oh yeah Yeah. so if you ever wonder what mark hamill's cum face looks like that's probably probably just like like. that yeah and yeah we mentioned chewy not getting a medal yeah i was really sad for him i think he worked even just as hard as those two yeah if not more yeah Mm. i thought that was outrageous yeah because um 
Chewie had obviously been fighting in the Clone Wars and all sorts. But maybe in the re-dramatised version, he does mm. get a medal. Yeah. That was another problem with Solo, is that like no one knew who Chewbacca was, even though he'd been part of the rebellion for ages. How come? You know, in Solo, he um, he was captured for being a rebel. Oh. And Han rescues him and he goes off to work with Han. So he'd oh. already been in the rebellion. Oh, right. Mm. Maybe that's why he doesn't get a medal, because he's been doing it. Yeah, because he buggered off. He's at his post. He <laughs> lazy <Maybe>. walking, <laughs> big walking carpet. Yeah, Leia calls him a walking carpet. That's, that's a bit a, mean. So it's racist, really. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was a bit racist. Oh well, never mind. She was on a lot of black carpet. <laughs> 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 What's your favourite part of Star Wars Episode Four? Um, probably the bit where the stormtrooper hits his head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's What's your, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. your favourite bit? My favourite part would have to be very possibly when the stormtrooper hits his head on the You can't pick the same thing. <laughs> there's just so much good it's stuff. It's so funny, isn't it? Yeah. There's such it's such an excellent film, I can't pick just one thing. It's a really good film. Yeah. Um what is my favorite? who is my favourite character? Who's your favourite character? I would have to say R two D two. Okay. Interesting. I'm allowed to pick a droid, aren't I? Of course you can. He's, he's in, just so he's intuitive. In, he's in every single one of the films. He's heroic. Mm. He's not good looking, let's be honest. He's a tin he's a, can. But it's got a little man in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in these ones it has, anyway. Yeah, but yeah. he, um, yeah, he's always saves the day, I think. He does. He doesn't even get a medal. Well, there's no point giving a droid a medal. What would you do with it? We can put it on his little armour. It's like in The Phantom Menace when they bring it to meet the Queen. <laughs> it's just a fucking machine. So why? He still does loads. I don't, I don't fancy the kettle. I don't thank the kettle <laughs> when yeah, it makes me a, when it boils some water for me. Yeah, but a kettle is not a droid. It's essentially so. It's just a machine that does a thing. Yeah, but he has his own mind. He is very independent. Yeah. Yeah. You're underestimating him. Mm, maybe I'm re- re- being reductive. What's, who's your favourite character? Oh, it's got to be either Han Solo or Luke Skywalker. Really? The pansy or the old man? <sighs> yeah, I must admit, Luke isn't great in this. But no. you still, you you know, it's the hero's journey, isn't it? But, okay. Yeah, I'll say Han Solo. Okay, then. Yeah. I'll let you have that. <laughs> yeah, Han Solo it is. Lovely. Crucial question. Are you ready? Is this Star Wars Episode Four? A New Hope. Is it better than Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? It was close. It's got to be close, surely. I would say 90%. Oh, yes. A new record. But that's only because I like Star Wars. But I like Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves more. Right. I mean, on a technical level, it's way better. (laughs) No, it's not. It definitely is. But it's not. It is. Just because they use some sort of CGI. Whoa there. There is no CGI. Every single one of those things is a model that blows up. And it's made handcrafted by artists. Well, that's very good. It's incredibly impressive, yeah. Yeah, but it's still not better than Robin Hood. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, I disagree. I think this is very possibly the best film ever made. There was no romance. Yes, there is. Luke and Han are both trying to bone Leia all the time, even though she's Luke's sister. Yeah. Yeah. There's romance in the next one. Yeah, but it's not the same. Well, I think The Empire Strikes Back's better than this one, so I reckon <laughs> The Empire Strikes Back will will be better than okay. the Prince of Thieves. All right. But yeah. Well, another failure. Yeah. How am I going to console myself? I think there's only one thing for it. We're going to have to call a legendary figure of history on the time phone. Okay, who are we calling? Well, I thought as uh, on this day in history, November 23rd, 1959... Robert Strood, the famous Birdman of Alcatraz, was let out of solitary confinement where he had been since World War One, and into the general population of Alcatraz prison. So that's nice, isn't it, that he's been let out? Why was he confined into um, confinement? Well, firstly, <laughs> he <laughs> stabbed someone in a bar fight. Oh. And then when he was in another prison, he murdered one of the guards. He claims in self-defence. Right. Yeah, uh, so he was sentenced to death for that. But why was he put in prison in the first place? Because he killed someone in a bar fight. Is that it? 
Yeah. Why would you be sent to Alcatraz? I thought Alcatraz. He wasn't. He was originally sent to a normal prison. Then he was. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Yes. So he killed someone else in jail um, when he was sentenced to death. His mother wrote to the president Woodrow Wilson, who said, "Fine, I won't kill him. He can have life in solitary confinement." So he got that in another prison, and then when he started writing books about birds, um, and became they became very successful. Oh, yeah. Um, they got annoyed with him and said, you can go to Alcatraz and you can't write any more books about birds. But That's managed, a shame. managed to anyway. So, yeah, we'll be happy today, though, because he's been let out of solitary confinement. Okay. So we'll give him a quick ring on the time phone and um, see how he's doing. I mean, he's been in solitary for a very long time, so I hope he hasn't had his mind messed with in any way. Okay. All right, let's uh, fire up the time phone. <laughs> Morning, Robert. How are things? Oh, much better than they were when I was in solitary confinement. I got so lonely and horny I damn near wore the skin off of my cock. Ah! Oh, okay. So, uh, why are you known as the Birdman? Well, some people call me that because I have written a number of successful books on ornithology during my time in solitary confinement. However... I think it might have more to do with me being a bird and squawk. All right, so do you really think you're a bird? There's no thinking involved. I am a bird. I do all birdy stuff like sleeping on a perch, eating seeds, growing colorful feathers to attract mates, and singing beautifully. Would you like to hear me sing like a beautiful bird? Okay, then. You would? Okay, here it goes. than a song thrush <laughs> can you fly well of course all birds can fly ah! well not actually not all birds can fly don't be stupid of course all birds can fly what do you think you are i'm a bird expert and i'm telling you all birds can fly and so can i and i'm a poet squawk uh what about penguins and ostriches then what's a penguin or an ostrich I've never heard of them. Perhaps I should do some more research. Guards, guards, lock me back up in my cage. Don't forget to change my newspapers. I've left white streaky shit all over them. Bye. Bye, bye. Gone, just like that. (laughs) Well, he was interesting. Very interesting. (laughs) I liked his song. Was very nice. Yeah, it was very nice. It was. Yeah. I think he might have had a few (laughs) screw looses. So would you if you'd been locked up in solitary confinement for years and years? Yeah. 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 I think you might start singing songs about walking, talking, living birds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> see you. We get on a time phone next week. Um, that's about all we've got time for for this yes. episode. Um, you can contact us, of course. Easiest way to do it is go to the Pod Nation list on podchaser.com. There's 40 great podcasts on there. 
And we've added some promos into this episode for Time Shifters, The Year of Plenty, and Eat Crime. They're all great shows. They're all on the Pod Nation list at podchaser.com. Check out those shows. Uh, yeah. Remember as well, if you're still listening to us via the Pete and Fran podcast, that will only be available on there until January. Just when I thought everyone was starting to migrate across, up go the numbers again. <laughs> Oh my gosh. You can't, it's not going to be there forever. You have to start listening to us on Better Than Robin Hood. Yes, Better Than Robin Hood. It's on Hood. all the same platforms. It's you, got a better picture. It's got a better logo. It, it briefly had a website until I realised it was pointless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. It's a good website. Website's what? only good for match. Yeah, when we start doing match and that. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I thought I was even say if when. <laughs> yeah, if we ever start doing merch. Yeah. Anyway, if you have, if you are listening to us in the correct place, well done. You're better than everyone that's listening on the right. Yes. <laughs> Top of the class. You can find Better Than Robin Hood, of course, on all good podcasting apps. And they can contact you. They can contact us on Twitter and Instagram at Robin Hood Pod. You can also email me and maybe ask us to watch a movie. And you can do that at petelanghelt30 at gmail.com. Langhelt is spelt L-A-N-G. H-E-L-T. H-E-L-T. That's correct. Big shout out to everyone who contributed to the discussion. We mentioned the names of their podcasts. And uh, as I've said several times, you can find those podcasts, except DIY Theory, on the Pod Nation list on podchaser.com. Also, a big thank you to Mr. Gareth Wilson for your very kind words about the time phone segment. And uh, <laughs> we do have fun doing that, as you might have heard this week. All the contributors have their very own podcasts. Everyone does these days. Most of them can be found on the PodNation list. Don't want to give mentioned. anything away, but I have no idea what you have planned. <laughs> Every week? Yeah. No, you don't. I mean. <laughs> what are you on about? I don't plan them. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for all your input into this episode and we are yeah, we do really like hearing people's opinions and we get to talk about them and stuff. That's nice. Yes, isn't it? very nice. Thank you. Yeah. Next week, yes, it's time for The Empire Strikes Back, the greatest film of all time. We'll see. Yes. Big thanks to all our listeners. I said we had some nice feedback. A lot of people enjoying the Star Wars season and I'm enjoying it immensely. I am now. We've got to the good ones. <laughs> yeah. We really appreciate everyone listening and reviewing and things like that. Um, Thank you very much. Yeah, if you want to do us a favour, we don't uh, ask for money or anything like that. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you want to do us a favour, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you're using. It's greatly appreciated. And it helps more people to find the show. Yes. Thanks for listening, everyone. Ta-da. Bye. Love you. Bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye. We let things pile up in the DVR. We add them to our queues. We wait for the DVDs and Blu-rays. We time shift. The Time Shifters podcast. Sci-fi, horror, fantasy, superheroes, comedy, action, film, television, maybe some not-so-current events. Find us on iTunes or at timeshifterspodcast.com. So once again, for some great indie podcasts, check out the Pod Nation list on podjacer.com.